Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. If you are on Twitter and you haven't been following Mark Saxon of The Athletic at Mark A. Saxon, then you have not been getting the best and latest information because Big Saxy has been all over this pandemic situation with the Cardinals. And Mark is with us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line on 101 ESPN. Mark, thanks so much for taking some time. And uh, I will say that again. Your work has been awesome. Congratulations on the way you've covered this. Oh, thanks so much, Randy. Now, I, I just wish I could sort of figure out a way to monetize the, uh, the, we, the retweets and things of that nature, <laughs> right. but uh, I, I do appreciate it, my friend. We need to get you some sort of tweet sponsored by X, and so every time you retweet, you get some sort of residual. Oh, get on that for me, please, <laughs> Michelle. I feel like you have a better head for business than I do. Okay, I'll work on that for you, Saxy. But can you just give everybody a quick update? What's the latest information that you have regarding this outbreak with the Cardinals? Yeah, so the latest information is they're, they think, or probably more accurate to say, they're hoping that this outbreak, and that's the right word for it at this point, there's no dancing around the uh, semantics of it, is contained. And... We'll find out in the next couple of days because they do have to go through two more days of testing <clears throat> before they can even fly home from Milwaukee. So the latest is the players are all imprisoned in their rooms again. <laughs> Basically, not not quite to that extent, but they're not they're not supposed to leave their rooms, and it's been days now. And but again, if it's contained, no more positives in the next two days. We've seen 13 players get it from possibly just one player initially. Um, if it's contained, they're going to come home and they're going to play the Cubs on Friday without, you know, those 13 players, excuse me, 13 people um, available to the organization, uh, seven of whom are are players. Uh, Mark, you mentioned them being imprisoned in their rooms. What are you hearing about guys and just their mental state of being in that same room for days and days on end and not being able to do anything? Well, people need to go on Twitter, speaking of Twitter, and follow Jack Flaherty and Adam Wainwright and Austin Gomber because they're, they're kind of going nuts, it looks like, and <laughs> kind of reaching out to sort of explain what it's like. Flaherty had a, had a whole setup for him to throw a, not a bullpen, I wouldn't call it, but a throwing session. <laughs> he put, like, some kind of mattress against the wall and pillows all around it, and he tweeted, I hope I don't pull a Joe Kelly here and, like, throw a ball through the wall or something, but... <laughs> You know, I, I you know, Mosaic, we talked to yesterday, he said they're having meals delivered and these sort of prepackaged meals. And since he has nothing to do, he's trying to do some push ups here and there. He's skipping a meal a day so he doesn't put on weight. But, you know, I think they're all handling it differently depending on their personality. Mark Saxon with us on 101 ESPN. And one of the things that Mo mentioned yesterday, uh, Mark, is that the Cardinals will have a different looking coaching staff when they come back to play on Friday, if they do against the Cubs as well, because 
some members of that staff, the the support staff, apparently are on field or in dugout coaches. Yeah, as we said, you know, six uh, people are staff who tested positive. We should be careful. That doesn't mean six coaches have caught it, Randy. As right. you know, as you know, you know, there's a huge traveling party. It's down to 57 this year because they've eliminated a lot of things. The TV, radio people, for example, are not flying with the club. It would normally be way above that, maybe even close to 100 people. Um, you know, I, in terms of the coaches, I don't think, you know, based on what I know, that it's going to be super obvious to people. Um, but that's right. It has hit the coaching staff to some extent. Um, and, you know, people, unfortunately, are just going to have to wait until Friday or Thursday, whenever the media is allowed in, to find out, you know, who's not there because – you know, the team has not released any names, and I think any reputable media outlet is kind of honoring that since it's a privacy issue and an important health issue. And obviously, just like players, you're going to have to bring coaches up from that camp in Springfield. So what about teaching those young players down at Springfield? What happens with that situation with the coaches that have to leave there, however many, one, two, three, and have to do, take over jobs here in St. Louis? That's a great question, Randy. In fact, I was told last week that they were having trouble having enough coaches down there just to organize defensive drills. You know, intake testing, it slows everything down. And so, you know, if they do, you know, honestly, from based on what I know, they could get through the coaching situation as is without bringing anybody from Springfield. But on the player side, that's not the case. You know, in terms of how, as I understand it, there's going to be a 28-man roster as of Friday. That means they're going to need to replace five players. And, you know, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but I can tell you that some of them are prominent players, and it's, it's going to have an impact on, on what happens on the field. So, Mark, with that being said, do you think the expectations have shifted within the organization as far as what they expect to happen this season from a winning per- or a success standpoint? You know, whether they say that publicly, I can't imagine that it it wouldn't, Michelle. And it's the same situation with the Marlins. I mean, the the big difference, obviously, is nobody expected anything of the Marlins, right? And the Cardinals, a lot of people expected a lot. Um, But, you know, based on what I know and what I can tell you all, it's going to have an effect on on, on their competitiveness. But all you can do, you know, baseball is intent on continuing, so all these teams can do is plug the holes and go, hope they contain it. The guys can come back, you know, as quickly as eight days. It, it, most likely it's not going to be that short because I don't think you get rid of the virus that quickly, sadly. Um, but, yeah, so they just have to wait for those guys to get better. They have to be tested negative twice. They have to wait 72 hours beyond that. Um, they get a cardiac exam. So, you know, they, they are – doing this pretty cautiously, which is exactly how they should be doing it. Mark Saxon with us on 101 ESPN. And Mark, we've been talking a lot, as all of us have, actually since spring training about Dylan Carlson. Based on what you know, if the Cardinals are going to bring up five guys, should or would Carlson potentially be one of those guys? That's a good question, Randy. And I I actually, just to be honest, haven't done a whole lot of thinking about who will come up. One thing to keep in mind is, you know, we just talked about sort of the tenuousness of this season, right? And so if you if you do bring up your really elite guys right now, you're giving them service time. Now, Dylan has already passed that threshold. 
you know, that we've talked about a lot about the six full years of service time. They will have that at this point. But then the next question is, you know, why potentially speed up his, you know, arrival at arbitration where we've seen elite, you know, hitters like what Dylan could be, you know, get as much as 10 million their first year of arbitration. Contrast that with the 600,000 they would earn, you know, typically in their, in their third year. So, I think there's a lot of things at play here. And given what we just sort of talked about, how, you know, how, how legitimate is this season with so many key players getting knocked out by this horrible pandemic now, I think that's a lot to think about. And I think, you know, that's part of the consideration about whether to bring up your top guys right now. Mark, there's obviously been a lot of discussion about the origin of the virus infecting the Cardinals and John Mosellek tried to clamp down on those discussions about what players may or may not have been doing. And I know that this team has a strong bond. There's great chemistry within this team. But do you think that that could potentially be disrupted if players start kind of pointing fingers and talking about who could potentially have been somebody to bring this in the organization? Because I I can imagine if I was sitting in my hotel room for six days, I would want to blame somebody too. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, I could tell you within the organization, there's a fair amount of, you know, animosity toward Jerry Harrison Jr., you know, the the Dodgers broadcaster, former player, who sort of floated this casino idea. And I can also tell you that the organization is pretty confident that the infection actually originated in St. Louis. The incubation period is anywhere from 2 to 14 days, so these positives easily, in fact, probably did come from an infection that originally you know, started here in St. Louis. Um, and also understand if, if, if 29 guys out of 30 are absolutely diligent with the protocols and then one guy goes out and does something stupid, you know, that blows it for everybody because now they're traveling around, they're on buses, they're in airplanes, they're in the clubhouse, circulated air, one guy could easily spread it to 12 others in a matter of days, and that's just a sad reality of how viruses work. I want to go back to Carlson for one moment because it seems to me that with his upside, the Cardinals could have him play on a regular basis and still not tank. And I know you brought up the service time issue, but with what we're talking about, shouldn't the Cardinals be evaluating for 2021? Yeah, I mean, there's a a lot of thought to that. And frankly, I think you can make an argument that his development would be much better off in St. Louis than Springfield based on what I'm hearing about you know, lack of live uh, batting practice, lack of intra-squad games due to numbers. Um, I know there are people who are concerned about that for Dylan. You know, you want to see these guys continue to grow, continue to learn, and I think playing in major league games could be incredibly valuable for him. Um, And I think there is an argument for that. Now, on the other hand, we don't, you know, we we don't know for sure if it has affected the outfield. Right. And so there's there remains the notion, and Mosellock has been incredibly adamant about this, that Tyler O'Neill and Lane Thomas deserve first crack at that. So that that hasn't necessarily changed based on what we know. Yeah, that's that. I would play Carlson and Wright. <laughs> I think many people listening are probably nodding their heads, Randy. <laughs> hey, one more thing, and I want to use an NFL term here. Would you say it's more probable than not that the Cardinals play on Friday night against the Cubs? I do. I think that they feel somewhat confident they've contained this outbreak, and they've gone, I think it's been since Friday, 
since they had a positive test, they go two more days, they're going to feel pretty good about it. That will be exactly one week since the last positive, and I think they'd play under those circumstances. Now, would the Cubs grumble about it? We'll find out, but the Cardinals are doing what MLB tells them to do. You know, make, make no mistake, Major League Baseball has taken over this thing. It, it's not the Cardinals' call. Um, and they seem to be seeing that, that gold at the end of the rainbow of the postseason money and their intent on getting there. Yeah, that's, that's the way I look at it, too. Hey, Mark, again, great work on this entire situation. And one thing that your work tells me is that, uh, like every great reporter, you've built up great uh, – access to the Cardinals and great relationships because when you're doing this from home, it's not an easy thing to do. I know that. So I want to congratulate you again. And I advise everybody a to follow you on Twitter and B to get their athletic subscription to read the the best stuff. Oh, I really appreciate it, Randy. You all uh, have a great uh, week and stay well. All right. Thank you, Mark. We'll see you soon. That is Mark Saxon with us on 101 ESPN. A lot to unpack there, a lot to discuss, and we'll do that next on 101 ESPN.